0: The first person I met in CLC was the founder of the organization. Hmm. I unloaded all of my baggage, told him all of my stories, and in true CLC fashion, he didn't blink. In fact, he said, Craig, we're asking you to lead this organization. We're not asking you to become pope. (laughs) And um, he said, what you've described is a story I've heard from men around the country. You're a CLC guy already. You just don't know it. Welcome to the Empowered Manhood
1: podcast, where men rediscover courageous masculinity. Pull up a chair as we gain strength from the stories of God working in the lives of ordinary men today. These men have discovered that in a world of superficiality and isolation, we need authentic brotherhood to gain strength for the battles we face every day. Brought to you by the ministry of CLC, which challenges men to an uncommon pursuit of Christ. Welcome to Empowered Manhood. Hey guys, welcome to the Empowered Manhood Podcast. My name is Mike Hatch, and I am your co-host along with author Chris Bollinger, who uh, is the author of the amazing men's devotional, um, Daily Strength for Men. Make sure you check that out. You would also know of it if you've done the CLC Getting Real Curriculum, so I'm excited to be partnering with him on this podcast. and. This is our first episode, and we are so excited. Today, we are interviewing the president of CLC, Dr. Craig Fry. We have a lot of cool new things happening in the ministry, and we wanted to update you on that. Plus, he's got an incredible story that he gets to share with us, as well as a few other snippets of other stories that I'm sure will inspire you. So let's jump into episode number one of the Empowered Manhood podcast, our interview with CLC president, Dr. Craig Fry. Hey, Craig Fry, welcome to the Empowered Manhood Podcast, man. We are excited to have you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us.
0: Glad to be here. Thank you.
1: First of all, you've, you know, one of the things that we do on this podcast, we're going to do over and over again, is uh, is, is has to do with stories and and men sharing their stories. We really believe that our stories reveal something about us and about God. And, uh, and so as we kind of get started, I'd love to hear a little bit about your story of faith and, uh, and tell us a little bit about your journey, about how you got to where you are now as, as the president of CLC.
0: Okay, I'll try to make this quick, uh, give you the Reader's Digest version. Um, wonderful Christian home. Uh, Dad was distant because he was gone all the time. And plus, he didn't really have much of a role model from his father, Uh, had a traumatic experience when I was five, turned to him for support. He didn't know what to do with it. Hmm. So the message that I heard, and it's a terrible message to say to yourself, is if anybody's going to protect me or provide for me, it's going to be me. I'm going to have to do it on my own. So at an early age, I was introduced to pornography, and I thought, okay, I'm going to keep this secret, and I'm going to win this battle on my own. No need to tell anybody. It's too embarrassing, Hmm. the whole nine yards. So that continued throughout most of my adult life. Um, God called me to ministry, and in the background, I'm still wrestling with this addiction to pornography. Um, it was it was definitely living in two separate and opposing uh, worlds. But I'm trying to manage, and, and that's a recipe for disaster. Anytime you hear somebody with uh, compulsion or uh, some kind of addictive influence in their life, and they try to, quote, manage things, uh, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So uh, the culmination of that was um, I was unfaithful to my wife and uh, nothing noble about this time in my life at all. But uh, it wasn't that I got caught. I just told on myself and lost my position uh, at a church. It was a very large church and it was very publicly humiliating. I lost my marriage, lost my kids, lost, lost everything. And then a friend of mine said, you didn't lose it. Craig, you threw it away. And there's a lot of truth to that. I knew what I was doing, thought I could get away with it, and uh, that never works. Hmm. So uh, now I'm without a job, without any source of income. All I've ever been trained to do is ministry, and uh, I forfeited that. Um, a, A friend of mine in the church, a man that I had basically lied to on the golf course for years because he kept asking me about these inner struggles. Mm. I, I confessed my faults to him, made an amends as some people say. And the next day he offered me a job, but not Mm. only did he offer me a job, he sent me to business school and paid the bill. And so now I had business credentials. Uh, yeah. What a, what a man of grace, huh? Mm -hmm. And, um, But I'm still like a fish on a skateboard. I'm making a ton of money in the business community. Uh, Ultimately became the chief operations officer at a textile plant in South Carolina. So if you looked at my resume and then saw what I did for a living during those days, you would say this doesn't make any sense at all. Um, But um, again, made a lot of money. I was but I was miserable. I told people I was happy two days a month, the first and the 15th, when I was driving to the bank to deposit my check. Uh, (laughs) The other 28 days, I was just miserable and I felt like a fish on a skateboard. That's the metaphor I use. Um, A fish on a skateboard. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fish are designed to swim and I was told, I told myself I could no longer swim. I could no longer be in ministry. And so you better learn to ride that skateboard. And I was one of the best skateboard riding fish you've ever seen, <laughs> but it was not true to my nature. And so I prayed and asked God one day. I was out of fellowship with the Lord and didn't attend church for 5 years. Didn't open my Bible for 5 years. I was really way out there. But as I came back to the Lord with Baby steps. I said, "Lord, you said you would give me the, the the desires of my heart. Is there any way to restore my life?" I'm just gonna take you at your word. I sat at my kitchen table with a legal pad and I wrote down eight bullet points. These are the these are the desires of my heart. And then I pushed it aside and forgot about it. Two weeks later, I had um, a business appointment in Nashville. And the business appointment turned into a divine appointment. I talked to this guy about my struggles, opened up to him and said, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. We had met through LinkedIn. And so this is pure business, you know, and I'm just talking mm-hmm. to this guy. Well, he gave my name to a headhunter. And, and two days after that, I got a phone call. And a guy on the other end of the line said, my name is Sean Lewis. I'm a headhunter we're looking for the national CEO of CLC. And literally my first words were, you're who with what? <laughs> he said, CLC. What is CLC? He said, well, we do relational discipleship groups for men all around the country. And I said, okay, you got my attention now. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you do these discipleship groups? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling, this is not an exaggeration. He read back to me almost word for word my eight bullet points on that legal pad back at my kitchen table. Wow, that's amazing. And I was weeping so hard. I had to pull the company car over to the side of the road. I couldn't drive the car. Wow. I, and I thought, this is unbelievable. Hmm. And so I agreed to the interview process. They interviewed me. And nine years ago, they hired me. I'd never done their program. I'd never done CLC. The first, the first person I met in CLC was the founder of the organization. Hmm. I unloaded all of my baggage, told him all of my stories, and in true CLC fashion, he didn't blink. In fact, he said, Craig, we're asking you to lead this organization. We're not asking you to become Pope. <laughs> and um, he said, what you've described is a story I've heard from men around the country. You're a CLC guy already. You just don't know it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got here. I still don't know how I got here, uh, apart from the Lord just saying, I'm going to pick you up from South Carolina. I'm going to take you to Nashville, Tennessee, and you're going to be in charge of this thing that before <laughs> uh, before that phone call, you had never even heard of. So you can't say I was looking for the job. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah.
1: That's amazing, Craig, man. Thank you for your, for your vulnerability and willing to share that story, man. I know so many men that, uh, that resonate with, with what you've, what you've just shared and and your struggles, man.
2: Mm -hmm. Hey, Craig. So you didn't know anything about CLC at the time. There's a lot of guys in the audience who can spell CLC, but they probably have not heard about (laughs) it or don't know a lot about it. So You know, you gave a brief description. Can you tell a little bit more about what CLC was like at the time that you came in, what the history of the organization was and what's happened since then?
0: Uh, When I came to CLC, we had one curriculum line. It was two two years long. Um, And interestingly, the name of the program was CLC and the name of the organization was CLC. So that got confusing. And the name of the organization at the time, Christian Leadership Concepts, I heard the two-year concept, and I said, what are the other concepts? And they said, that's it. <laughs> Do it again. And I said, don't you think we should have more than one concept if it's plural concepts? And uh, so we started to look into those possibilities. Um Nine years ago, CLC was in 71 cities. Now, nine years later, we're in 158 cities. Mm. Um, We had one line of curriculum. Now we have four. Mm. So we kept the two-year program. It was rewritten and reformatted and renamed. It's called All In. We have a one-year program called Next Steps, which... Uh, for anybody that's um, biblically or pastorally minded, you'll you'll understand this. Um, well, anybody can understand. I don't know why I hmm. threw that disclaimer out there. But it is a, a one-year study of Romans 6, 7, and 8. Your spiritual identity as a Christian. What happened to you because of Christ's work on the cross? What really happened? Hmm. Uh, most men would say, well, I was forgiven of my sins and anybody that's gone through next steps would say and what else hmm. and most men don't know how to answer that they think well that's the culmination of my spiritual walk no not only were you forgiven of your sins but also credited to your spiritual bank account is the righteousness of Jesus Christ hmm. and that blows their mind it's like i wait i can't wrap my head around this you i've got sin in my life i've I've screwed up, but Hmm. the beauty of Next Steps is you can't stop God from viewing you the way He wants to view you, and He views you as a fully redeemed, fully forgiven son, and nothing can change that. So that's Next Steps, and man, I, I love Next. Well, I love all our curriculum lines, but I'm especially fond of that one because of my own spiritual journey. Um. The third curriculum line is called Elbow to Elbow, and it, it mixes uh, mentoring with discipleship. So one old guy like me is matched up with three or four younger guys, maybe in their 20s or early 30s, and we do mentoring and discipleship for a year. The last program is called Getting Real, uh, and a guy on this podcast named Chris Mm -hmm. Uh, is the author of that, Uh, and it's taken off like wildfire. It's an easy entry point, an easy introduction to CLC. A group can start with as few as five guys, and it's a really, it draws you into a daily uh, worship time with the Lord, a daily devotional time with a study guide and a prayer journal, and then guys just share from the overflow of their heart all four programs have the same characteristics. It's all about being transparent, um, feeling safe. Uh, this is a, a great place to reveal your inner struggles and, and nobody's going to rat you out. Nobody's going to kick you out of the club. Your story doesn't leave the room. Um, and that's I can't a scary step for
1: guys. That. That's, not, that's not easy for a man to step into a group and trust that, no, right? But- it takes some time.
0: But we consider that weekly meeting a sacred space. And what's said in that room stays in that room. In fact, if anything leaves that room, the group has the permission to ask whoever leaked, <laughs> you know, leaked somebody else's story. They, they have permission to ask that guy to leave the group. Wow, uh, It's that serious. Mm-hmm. So you can already tell, okay, this is different from a typical men's study. In fact, the worst thing you could probably do is is label CLC a men's Bible study. We do study the Bible, but it's a lot more than that. It's relationship, camaraderie, uh, lifelong friendships are developed, and when you do it right, it it changes men's lives. Yeah,
2: well, Craig, can you can you give us a bit more on that? Uh, you mentioned how many cities CLC is in, but. Talk about the impact to men's lives and can you give us some quantification of that? How many men have been through it and what's happened as a result? Uh,
0: over 10,000 men have been through it. And that number is obviously growing. I have so many snapshots and stories, testimonials I could share. Um, just a couple real quick. One guy was headed to divorce court and he, um, he got into a CLC group and about three weeks into his group, guys had shared their stories with one another. They were becoming vulnerable with one another, and they just had their first meeting in the uh, centered around the curriculum itself. This guy was headed to his divorce attorney's office, and he was just overwhelmed by the spirit of God that this was not God's plan for him. Hmm. And he stopped his car. And he was weeping when he got out of his car, knelt in a ditch and mm-hmm. said, God, would you change my heart and help me fall in love with my wife again?
2: Oh, my
0: That's gosh. just one story. Um, wow. I, I have, I, I talked to guys around the country and I hear things like this. These guys in my CLC group, these are the guys that will carry my casket out of the church. Mm-hmm. Um. Interviewed some wives of guys and one wife said, and I quote, before CLC, I was married to a God, a good man. Now I'm married to a godly man. Wow. And I didn't know the difference between the two until my husband went through CLC. Wow. I I've heard stories of men, uh, overcoming addictions, um, Reconciling with uh, not only a spouse but a a child or uh, a dad, a sibling. I've heard all of those things as a result of CLC. Um, And it's not, it's just God using CLC and using the other men in the group to speak truth into these guys' lives. It's, I've done, I think I've done every men's discipleship program you can imagine. And I've never done anything close to what CLC does.
1: Hey, guys, this is Mike Hatch. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Empowered Manhood podcast. I had two quick things I just needed to uh, make you aware of. Number one, once again, this podcast is brought to you by CLC, which stands for Christ-Led Communities, where we help busy pastors multiply their impact by engaging the men in their church through relational discipleship. We challenge men to an uncommon pursuit of Christ and we equip men to be leaders based on a growing, vibrant relationship with Jesus and a dedication to sound biblical principles. If you'd like to learn more about CLC, I would love to talk to you. So feel free to email me at mhatch at org. Again, that's mhatch at org. Shoot me a note and uh, let's set up a time to talk You can also visit our website at clchq.org. The next thing that I wanted to make you aware of is the Better Man event, which is happening on Saturday, September 18th from 7 to 9 p.m. It's happening live in Orlando, Florida, but it's also being hosted virtually all over the world. And CLC, we have partnered with the Better Man event as a follow-up, a discipleship follow-up to those men who are impacted through the event. And let's face it, guys, when when men get better, everyone wins. When the love and power of Christ captures men's hearts, things change in marriages, families, business, community, and church. So why wouldn't we make a significant investment in helping men get better? And so we're excited to partner with Better Man. The the, uh, keynote speaker this year is Denzel Washington. And let me tell you, it is going to be an incredible message from Denzel. Chris and I recently interviewed the founder of the Better Man event, Brian Buckley, and man, was it an amazing interview. You're going to get to see that here in just a few days. We'll release that episode where he shares a little bit, gives us a little bit of a sneak peek into the message that Denzel will be sharing. So you don't want to miss it. Again, the Better Man event is Saturday, September 18th, 7 to 9 p.m. And You can go to bettermanevent.com to find out more, to register, or to, or to learn how to host the event. All right, now let's get back to the interview. Tell us a little bit about the rebranding that's happening with CLC now, and and the thought behind that because I think it relates to what you just it, it, you know explained. Actually, why the name change, and this is another kind of. You know, I, I'm excited to be able to take this opportunity with the podcast to highlight this and let guys know what's what's going on with it. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that.
0: About 18 months ago. Um, the board said, I'm not sure that Christian leadership concepts represents who we are and what we do. Mm -hmm. So we put together a marketing committee, a subcommittee of the board, and we pulled in some guys from the outside who had marketing experience. And we started uh, a deep look into changing our name and the value associated with that. Uh, Chris, who's on the call, was part of that uh, and is part of that committee, and the name that we came up with um, is Christ-Led Communities. That, that speaks more accurately to who we are than Christian leadership concepts. Christian leadership concepts does not fully embrace the totality of who we are. And it, it almost sounds kind of business centric. Um, we're not anti-business. We're not, you know, we're pro-business. We're surrounded by businessmen um, mm-hmm. in CLC groups. But to be led by Christ and to create brotherhood and community within those groups, that's more who we are. That's great.
2: So can you give us a little preview of, uh, in addition to the name change, what other things we can expect from CLC in the next, I mean, you can't tell us anything confidential, but in the next 12 to 18 months, anything else happening that will uh, be of interest to our listeners?
0: Well, we are translating one of our curriculum lines into Spanish. Uh, I was not aware how much work went into that, but it is an arduous task, but going to be a rewarding one. We're very excited about rolling that curriculum into Spanish because um, the Latino community is the fastest growing and largest minority group in the United States, and they are open to spiritual conversations, biblical conversations, conversations about a relationship with God. They're wide open to that, and we'd like to hire a staff member who um, with pinpoint accuracy targets that audience. So very pumped about that. Mm. We're also reaching out into other areas of the country where we've had a presence, but we're going to solidify it and formalize it. Uh, One of those areas is Denver, Colorado, We also have groups way out west in San Francisco and Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, Just this week, I had a conversation with a pastor in Poland, and he wants uh, to do a CLC group in his community. Looks like he'll start two groups. We do not have our curriculum translated into Spanish. So get this we're going to send him the English version, and each week, he's going to translate it into Polish and Russian for the men in his group. So every week he will on his own translate this, that week's study into both Polish and Russian for the guy. I mean, why would you do such a thing? Well, you do such a thing because you've experienced CLC before. You saw how it changed your heart and mind and you want other guys to have that same experience. So that's what he's going to do. Um,
2: and there's a there's a hunger worldwide among men for a closer relationship with God and other men. I haven't seen it firsthand with CLC, but I've seen uh, men in Germany who are translating books, my book in particular, to German just on their own because they they can't get a translation from the publisher. And so they just, they do it for their own group. Yeah. We're looking, taking a look at this passage. We're going to go ahead and translate this passage, and it's just you know they're they're that hungry that they'll do the work just to to benefit the yes. men around them.
0: My dad was very um, he kept a lot of things to himself, as I mentioned earlier. But when he spoke, you probably need to write it down. And one of the things he said is, "You can't force the things of the Holy Spirit." nor can you stop them. That is good. You cannot force the things of the Holy Spirit, nor can you stop them. Hmm. So God's going to do what God's going to do. If we give him the opportunity and say, I'm here, use me. That's awesome. Craig, if if a guy's listening,
1: of course, and they're thinking, wow, I I need to find out more about CLC. Maybe I need to, Look for a group near me. What would be what would you
0: say their next step should be? Well, the next step is to hand deliver a check to my house for one million (laughs) dollars and then I'll work you. No, (laughs) (laughs) the easiest thing is to go to our website, yeah, clchq for headquarters, Mm clchq.org. You can click on my personal email, uh, any, go to my bio, you can click there, you can send something to me or you can just go to the contact page, send it to the office and I'll get it. Uh, we have 12 area directors around the country. Whoever is closest to you will give your name and contact information to that guy and they'll follow up. If there isn't an area director near you, then we have a national expansion director in Pittsburgh, and we have a national relationship generator who happens to be on this call. We'll figure out a way to get you what you need.
1: Definitely, definitely. We're always keeping our eyes and ears open for uh, for new areas, new expansion, uh, guys who might be interested in even joining the staff as well. Um, so, something to just keep in mind if someone's out there and they think they might be uh, might be a good fit. That's right. Hey, Craig, can you
2: talk a little bit about Better Man? I know that CLC forced a relationship with Better Man, I believe, last year. So can you explain a little bit about what that means?
0: Yes, excited to partner with other ministries, in particular, the one you mentioned, Chris. The Better Man event has been around for, I think, 17 years. Um, until last year, they did in-person meetings in basketball arenas and such. When I visited there two or three years ago, um, they were at the UCF arena. There were 10,000 men in this arena. 1,500 guys came forward and prayed to receive Christ. And because I'm a disciple maker, my immediate thought was, what are they doing with these guys after they receive Christ? Mm-hmm. And I find found out, much to my amazement, the answer was not much. Mm-hmm. And so... Through uh, a mutual friendship, I was able to get in front of their executive committee, and I said, look, you guys do a fantastic job at evangelism. I'd like to think we do a pretty good job at discipleship. Why don't we combine forces? And they, they saw great value in that kind of relationship. So last year, we began that formal partnership, and because of COVID, they couldn't do an in-person venue Uh, No, nobody was going to allow them to have 10,000 men in one under one roof. So they found they spread out 2000 men in an arena and then they live streamed the event. Well, that thing took off like crazy. And it was seen in, I think, 18 different countries and 38 states uh, here in America. You know, now instead of reaching 10,000 guys, they're reaching 200,000 guys. And every guy, you know, you can watch it live stream on your computer or on your big screen TV. A church or a business could have it uh, in one of their venues. And, and then if you wanted to go deeper in your walk, they gave you the opportunity to download an app. And on that app was CLC. And so they could say, hey, I want some more information about this. And we would train anybody that was interested in starting Uh, a Getting Real group, and off it went. Well, this year, um, I think it is September 18th, 17th. Anyway, that middle Saturday in September, uh, you really need to check it out. It's a two-hour program. It'll be from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern. The keynote speaker is Denzel Washington. Uh, The featured singer is Toby Mack. Uh, The world's number one soccer player, Kaka, will share his testimony, and it moves really, really quick, action-packed. They have a comedian to spice things up as an MC, and uh, you can watch it in your home for 19 bucks. You can show it at your church for like 120 bucks. You could could have 500 guys in your church watching this thing, and it's going to cost your church 120 bucks. I mean, come on you can't beat that. Um, so it's a quick hitter. It's, it's action packed. The, the program is super powerful and it, it, it's a, just a great opportunity for us at CLC to partner with somebody that does it right. And better man does it right.
1: That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. And you were right. It is September 18th, 7 PM. And again, as, as a former men's pastor myself, it makes it so easy and, and affordable to uh, to to bring it into your church, and I think that was their heart. They didn't want this to be, you know, a big. I'm, I'm sure they're making money in some way, but they're not trying to, you know, yeah, they're wanting it to be accessible
0: to men. Well, they they make their money the way most nonprofits, and that's through private donors. Hmm. So uh, no one is going to ask you for money on this simulcast. Hmm. No, nobody's going to send you a bill or a pledge card or nope, hmm. none of that. It's two hours of nothing but Jesus. Yeah.
1: Well, Craig, man, thank you so much um, for taking the time to talk with us today. And uh, again, if folks, if you've got, uh, if you're interested in learning more, like Craig said, go to clchq.org. We'd love to talk to you or introduce you to uh, an area director who's near you. And uh, and Craig, again, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Mike. And don't forget the hand-delivered million-dollar check to my house. (laughs) If you feel led, uh, if, if not, just go to our website. It's palatial estate. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. <laughs>